that is the Gold Cup hero. Two of the most admirable chasers you could possibly wish to see. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Race Hour podcast brought to you with our friends at bookmakers.co.uk. It's me, Dean Ryan, in the towers of bookmakers.co.uk. Dermot Nolan is here. Hello. Hi, Demo. And Dave Weldon is back again. Dave. How are you, Dean? Well. I'm good, yeah. Have you recovered from your pummeling of last week's podcast? Yeah, just about. Good man. Still That's what I like to hear. Touch subject. Hey, look, if you never have an opinion. Are you feeling you precious, Dave? I like it. Yeah, well, you know, just yeah, just be aware. I did call Demo Evervescent once on this you without did, yeah. knowing what the word meant. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've, all, we've all done things. Yeah. Okay, well, welcome to another edition of the Race Hour. Let's kick off with some of the hot topics of last weekend. Uh, we will do a weekend preview as well. Fingers crossed racing is on because we're suffering a few blank days. And as we are suffering a few blank days, I think this time last year, Demo, we did the um, 15 favourites at Cheltenham, yes or no game. That's exactly. That? Yeah, and it all went down um, quite, <laughs> quite okay only. I think we got half right, maybe. Uh, we got it all wrong. Yes, yeah, so we Paddy, we Paddy and David Weldon on last year. Yeah. Unfortunately, we couldn't get Paddy today, so we have uh, Mr. Weldon. He's blasting away on radio elsewhere. The good man. Yeah, yeah, good man. Um, yeah. But we are going to have a little uh, replay of that game in the final part of this show. Um, I think I've got down. I've got down about fourteen races to go through. Yes or no will be played and we will try and come up with a lucky 15. It didn't win last year. It did not win last no, year. No, it did not. Okay, let's start with um, Altior um, back at its preferred trip. Ballooned a few fences. Um, devastatingly good after the last though. Altior is a monster. Still the one to beat for me in the champion chase. Although I love Chaco and Poursois and the one that can't win is Defi de Soy. I would never be going near the phrase can't win in that race. Uh, I think we're very lucky. We, we're kind of sitting on the precipice now of one of the, the greatest uh, champion chases, I think, in a long, long yeah, time. And wait. this is our generation now. So this this is kind of, a, it could be a really, really good race. Um, he was really good, I thought. I mean, he ballooned a few, but when you think about it, that kind of was his first run of the season. Um, the two and a half miles racing at Surname just didn't work out at all. Mm. Uh, they pulled up stumps. They obviously just went back to basics with him. And this was... And then Theoretically. they had the issue as well with an abscess, so to say, yeah. and he wasn't right, and he was yeah, going to so run, he, he was, wasn't going to run. He was just fresh as hell for those, those first few. Now, his jumping anyway isn't his biggest asset. Like, that's that's a, that's a simple fact of things, you know. I think it, with a horse like him who can doss against inferior yokes, yeah, he he's just, entitled to jump as he wants. There was an issue that he was starting to jump a little bit the wrong way around, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, because and he was just... changing his legs and stuff. He was dossing too much, so, like, you would still have that fear with him that he'll hit the flat spot at the wrong time, and he's dealing with two much better horses here yeah. in Jack and Persuade. And Defi Desai, and they could just get that far away from that. You mind catching But yeah. his engine, just I just think he's so good. I mean, he doesn't run like a ten-year-old. He's just getting a bit more clever in himself as well, where he's just keeping himself for the right part of the race. When Nico went after him, there wasn't one moment where he went, "Oh no!" Uh, same as last year's champion chase. Same in every run he's really had. Um, I said last week, and I've been saying all season that I still think he carries in the best form into this race. Um, he matches Chacon Persuade on form. Uh, on a line through Min and Defi Desai has done nothing that Altior hasn't done um, so I just I still kind of can't quite believe his price going into the festival we'll have a 2-1 to one or 9-4 to four Altior which is just phenomenal and yeah, uh, yeah he's my champion ch chase horse if you'd never seen any horse racing before and someone explained to you what form meant you'd be all over Altior wouldn't you Dave? Um, I don't know about that but um, 
<laughs> Throw me under a bridge here, dude. No, um, no, no, no. Like, he, no. Was, he was grand the weekend. Outdoor, he was grand. He grand. was fine, right? Okay. My question is, like, he had to go into turbo to beat uh, So Royal and Dynamite Dollars, who's coming back after after a, a year layoff. Yeah. And only beaten by four lengths. Yeah. He's not going to have that luxury against Jack and Force Water against he Deputy. Wouldn't, he wouldn't need to. Like, I think Nico did what he had to do with him. Do you think he was under any pressure in the race at any point? He looks like he, he is. He looks like he is. That's but my problem with him. Like, he he him always looks much. like it. I yeah. remember standing uh, watching the race last year with you at Cheltenham. I'm like, yeah. oh, he'd be here. And we were like, oh, like oh, no, 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 he'd be fine. He'd yeah. be fine. Because you know he's going to be fine. And, and the in play market looked like that as well. He didn't go bigger yeah. than even money. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is by far a better champion chase than last year's mm-hmm. and the year before that he won. This is by far his biggest test. Even probably bigger than surname because he looks like a stayer and gets out pace and then has a, has a kick. So he, he runs like a stayer. So my fear for him would be that he gets too far behind. Um, I would argue that Shakan beat Min better than Altio beat Min two years ago. Forget about last year. Last year they tried something different with Min, didn't work. Yeah, you can draw a line. Draw a line for that. So yeah. the year before he probably bet Shakan beat Min better than Altior did um, so the advantage there to Shakan and I would suggest that Defi would also beat Min further than Altior has beaten Min so I would have it probably Defi in front slightly and Shakan and Altior just behind them that's my opinion yeah it's yeah. wrong, but it's fine. <laughs> it, it could be right. I, I, I'm good at wrong opinions. <laughs> it could be right. I mean, if yeah. you ask, if we ask 15 people right now, they'll all have slightly different one, two, threes. Yeah, yeah. yeah this, um, this isn't the kind of race to. Um, I wouldn't be too a million miles away from David All. I think yeah. um, Altior will beat Deffy, who will be checking. Okay. Um, and I think it's one of those races where if anyone rubbishes anyone's opinion on this race, they're an idiot because it's yeah. it it can go any which way. Um, well, see, know, I don't have Deffy in the equation in the three. But, right, all the I'm the only one who doesn't have Deffy. <laughs> I love Deffy Desoy. All, all it takes, but not for this race. All it takes is for Altior to need a big jump at the last before his turbo kicks in and absolutely make a horrix of it. Well, that's and it's a gone. massive if. Yeah. He's not like to do that. To be that. fair to him, he, he, might, he doesn't. He, when he hasn't been asked for a jump, he's never been yeah, fellow wanted. But he's never had to be roasted so much that if he doesn't make a jump, Last year, you could argue that was at the weekend. Last year as well, he was coming to the last. He year had week. to make a decent jump at the but last he, the weekend. Yeah, he was he past last year. Champion Chase as well. I think the, last the argument year. is that he had just had to get from A to B on Saturday and last year. And Nico was always confident that he'd be able to go by them in the end. Mm-hmm. Whereas if say Shakan and Deffy are two lengths ahead, and he needs a jump to get there and then kick on, what will happen? I don't know. He needed. Can't a, wait to find He out. needed a two against Min also. Like I, as a, like I. I I don't I have that feel Nico, at all. Yeah. Nico knows that when the afterburners kick in, a segment, a segment goes, called Nico knows. He goes it? past whatever's there, right? So you can put Usain Bolt there after yeah. the last. Obviously, it's a horse. <laughs> <can't see> that. <laughs> He's gonna beat Usain Bolt. That's yeah. not gonna work. You could put the equivalent. Yeah. And, and he would take him on. Yeah. Yeah. And he'd do enough. I, I'm just delighted that he's a one. And they're going for Mikey Fogarty said at our preview night last year none of us really know and to be yeah. honest none of us really know oh. about this yeah. well I think I made the comment before on Twitter when we were having some chat about it last week that you know the only one who knows who's got the best form going in is Altior yeah. yep. and we can't ask him no. fingers crossed touch wood now all three will make it there they don't go up and trip with Deffy and Shaq and ah, Makes there because it's a bit it's fragile all, it's, yeah. it's all confirmed so fingers crossed it's three will make it yeah. there it's and done. we get the race we want the, the three are in it the Moscow well chief top champion Jace. yeah yeah we've had some great divisions I mean, yeah. Altior you know you would say he's had a bit of a free pass for a little while but that's kind of because everyone just went well I'm not turning this horse into a two yeah. mile 
chaser yeah. we're going elsewhere yeah. um, okay Native River who wants to go uh, yeah um, I'm not as enthused by the like love the horse but my god that Grand National way which, which we'll move on to afterwards uh, that he got uh, mm. he has to go for that Dover just missed the Gold Cup he's in the, he can run in both though it's a trial I, for I, a National yeah. as well I don't think he's good enough to win the Gold Cup I think it's also um, a needlessly the Gold Cup is a tougher race to come back from than the Grand National is um, so I think the go for a Gold Cup and then he's the Grand National he's not can give a quiet ride to win a Gold Cup as well no they're going to have yeah, to yeah they're going to have to go for which yeah. just empties a horse completely finishes them off so um, he hasn't looked the same horse to me this was a good performance but he's still what's he beaten Secret Investor by four or five lengths yeah. so it's, it's nothing yeah. special um, he's a really, really lovable horse you don't want to fault him at all but I think his future lies in a Grand National where he'll be running off what looks a competitive mark compared to this now to be honest seeing the owners aren't key, uh, keen um, we'll talk about the National and, and Tiger Roll and those weights in just a sec um, Native River did what he was expected to do as a 5-2 to two on favourite and they did keep the blinkers didn't they so yeah. Yeah, I'm with Paddy Aspel there. If they let him yeah, off, I would have been more interested. Gone, gone to the main show yeah. further, but the price has gone for the Gold Cup because everyone's yeah. been talking about it as yeah. you know, in, a, in an uncertain year, this horse is going to run its race. It's the only way I'd have him on my radar is if it came up soft. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. And he, actually, he would have been on my radar at 25s and 33s yeah, when everyone was talking about the sexy of, horses. Yeah. But yeah. he's not now. He's like 12 to one. Yeah, no, I couldn't have with that price. Seems sure. I think if you're not on, you can definitely wait. Yeah. Yeah, you can definitely wait. As, as lovable as he is. Um, we had a, a bit of a farce in the Betfair hurdle, Dave, where they, they went to do the proper start, didn't do it, and then they did a standing start. And uh, if you're on a few horses, like to not so sleepy and stuff, you may as well have just uh, packed up. Yeah, like I understand the logic of doing a standing start, but give them more than one chance. Like yeah, Exactly, them... that's where it's flawed. Yeah, yeah. Like if they had two or three goals, that would have got off and it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Now, I know they're under pressure with um, timings now and they're trying to trial and these new. Um, Odd minute Odd starts and starts, starts yeah. like that. So they're under pressure that way, and people giving out that there's split screens and stuff like that, racing TV and all that. But for the race of the day, the big handicap of the year, really, bet for hurdle, like it's a massive. massive race. Um, they need to be doing more to make sure everyone has a fair crack from the start. Yeah, I was um, well, I was massively disappointed about it because my nap of the uh, of the weekend ran yeah. in the race, never adapt, jump one hurdle. Now it's nothing to do with the standard start, no. I would imagine. But um, as a bit of a race, it kind of fell apart. Damn, I mean. We had, a, we had a nice winner in MP Dohey who I think Paul Nichols has said is one of the best he's ever had and finally get to win a big race but he went off completely unfancied 33 to 1 and my view on this race is if we hadn't have had the fast at the start and say never adapt and pulled up after the first and there was a few hard luck stories after that fall at the last <laughs> a lot of ifs well I reckon there's five or six horses that would have beat that horse that didn't even get to finish the race I don't know um, I watched it back last night and the way he picked Doherty was travelling two out yeah. you would have picked him out in any race yeah. in the country it was the way he travelled the way he jumped um, I thought at the end he didn't really want it that much but he was just good enough to carry himself over the line um, I think some of those horses behind once they're okay are probably I think they might have got a get away with one here and they'll go into a Cheltenham a much better handicap than than they might have been had they bumped into him uh, Pick Dory for me would have been in the first three no matter what happened uh, I thought he was absolutely outstanding uh, really really good the, the standing start yeah I completely agree with Dave I understand why it happens but there should be three to four goals first Um I just think it's a real travesty when, when they line up like that like even not so sleepy ended up back in the field uh, when that horse needs to be front running but look these things happen it's a big handicap um, there's absolutely nothing to say that a horse could have ran across um, another horse anyway during it all I know is that uh, yeah, for the race that did happen uh, Pick Dory was outstanding uh, really really good and interesting to see where they go with him but obviously his marketing would be shot to bits uh, probably worth giving him a, 
I go with the champion hurdle. Um, because it, it's <laughs> I think he's only got five pounds. Yeah, the handicap would be fairly happy with that result, I think, because he all kind of finished in the heap. Like, yeah, the five or six finished, in the yeah. Uh, The two that I took out of it, uh, obviously the second, uh, CLD and Irish, uh, he was in front in sufferance for a long too time. Early, yeah, yeah, way too early. Yeah. Uh, something for the likes of a county hurdle. Um, there's, there's a fine record of uh, place finishers winning that, that race, obviously, over the last 20 years. So CLD and Irish, can continue that and Zanza came from an absolute mile back to field which very few horses did um, lost a shoe as well jumping the last and managed to stay on to uh, sixth and uh, Zanza will still get in of a very nice mark into a handicap um, the way he ran was really eye-catching um, so Zanza definitely just for the fact that he was one of the only ones to come from where he did come from and then to lose a shoe as well then jumping the last and to still get home like he did I think um, he's one to take forward but yeah. it's a race not to get married up too yeah, much I'm of. more interested in those in behind like McNamara who was going so well Harambe who was creeping into it the Banner King Rebel who ran so well until just kind of weakened out of it I think that one will still come forward and obviously never adapt but we learnt nothing yeah yeah. the thing with Zanza though just pointing that I, I fell fallen into the Zanza trap before um, <laughs> the Zanza trap. Zanza trap he needs it bottomless <laughs> and needs horses stopping in front of him I backed him in the Greatwood and he ran no sort of race like he was all out for miles um, I don't think he really likes Chantlem either so I'd probably be he keep on the radar like he's big, he'd probably be a big prize again so yeah no he, he struck me as something now um, he struck me as an, an entry handicap hurdle winner yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, that's okay anything going to the notebooks from last weekend that we need to uh, keep on the radar uh, Ocean Wind won the bumper um, yeah. on the Saturday at Newbury uh, that bumper is actually a very good trial generally for the champion bumper at Cheltenham and this horse couldn't have won it more impressively was absolutely outstanding he will give appreciate it something to think about if he does go uh, Flinter Sacra which is obviously a sprinter Sacra's brother was actually very good I thought yeah. uh, he's something to take forward and an old an old boy that we all love here in Ireland um, Atois Phil was a bit of an eye catcher behind um, Native River he jumped really well and actually stayed on quite well at the end and he's kind of getting down to the kind of mark where you know you wouldn't be surprised to see him maybe go well in something like a came weir or something like that he's a, a terrifically classy horse I think they and, uh, national national aspirations with him they're going to have yeah. 17 the national like. although you he, he was sold last year yeah you He's with Gary Moore now. Um, so yeah, I I would love They're to see They're going to have him. one in the national, I'd say. He yeah. has his way for the national now, so I think something like a Kim Weir yeah. first. Yeah. And uh, I think he'll be staying all day. And just the way he ran there in a much better race, I think he ran excellently. And uh, he's uh, he's very good. Something for the Welsh national, then. Yeah, something for the Welsh national, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just had three for the weekend. Yeah. Um, Aramax, I thought did it well um, in that rated hurdle on uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, Price didn't suggest that he was going to be... Uh, off on the day but he won well at 72 by 8 lengths and he's form ties in with Wolf Prince so he could be one for the, the Fred Winter or the, or the Boodles as it's called now yep. um, I thought Joe Anderson looked a claimer to follow he won on Homer for um, Simon Air and Nicky Henderson in the first race on Friday at Kempton mm-hmm. um, he's claiming 10 so he's probably be stealing, stealing a few pounds off that for a while and um, Kill from Cross ran on the same card on, on Friday and he's another one for the Kim Muir he finished second in it last year and ran a nice race finished second with a view to go back to the channel okay there's one else we did miss off um, and I think a lot of people are talking about is Chantry House yeah he was um, he was very good I'm not sure what he's actually done yet like you can't fault him um, that race that he won at Cheltenham has has quite well, worked out quite well but it's um, 
I don't get Nicky Henderson at all. I mean, um, Shantry is his, he says, is his Ballymore horse and Shishkin is his supreme horse. Then Shishkin comes out and wins over 2-4. 2-3, um, I think. 2-3, yeah, sorry. Yeah. And Shantry House wins over 2. Mm. Um, just really, really odd preps. You can see why Nicky Henderson horse uh, doesn't have the best record when it comes to the novice hurdles. That They're kind of tiptoed through the year. He could be a very good horse long term, but I'd be very keen to uh, take him on. I, I'd be amazed if Frank Berry's not on the phone to Nicky saying put him away and put him put him in a handicap there. He's up got 139 as a rating. Like that's very tempting. 140 wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. 140 now. Yeah, yeah 140. Yeah. And they're trying to like make comparisons with Shiskin, who's obviously rated a lot higher than that. They, they, it's hard to know which one's better because yeah. it is. But, but there wasn't 13 pounds between them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very I'd, I'd be amazed if yeah. Shantry House wasn't a better horse. I really like him. I liked him as bumper last year. I liked him this year. I liked the way he goes about his races. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'd say he be, will be the best in time, but I think that that rating might be a bit too tempting for him. Could be right. There's lots of uh, bingo to be played across the trainers yeah. as we get towards Cheltenham. Hendo is definitely, uh, you know, buying a few extra cards for bingo this yeah. year. I yeah. don't know if that's a good analogy. Um, let's Probably talk about not. the Tiger Roll uh, National chat now, because um, for me, you've got exactly what you should have in the Grand National and the O'Leary's are just looking for a bit of a Ralph but um, there is that comparison with Native River where if they're running in any other race it would look a little bit unfair yeah I think that's the point I think I, I don't think that they're cribbing too much about the rating he has because he's deserved that he's won two nationals in a row you can't not be a 165 as an rating yeah. it's fair isn't it yeah but I think it's the difference between horses that finished in bet- behind them last year that they are getting too much of a swing based on and I'd say the O'Leary's would argue that his name probably outweighs his ability okay. um, in a handicap race like if you look at it on the bare bones but he's won two handicaps and he's won a couple of cross country races he hasn't and Native River is a staunch Gold Cup yeah. competitor yeah. Um, who you could argue the case he hasn't run to the heights of his Gold Cup win when he beat my bike a couple of years ago but then you could argue that he's run to a solid 165 167 168 right yeah. like um and for Tiger Roll, to give him four, four pounds is questionable. But then you bring in the age factor, and you probably argue that's probably fair. Yeah. So I think Gordon kind of said yesterday in, in the um, at the lunch that uh, he was happy enough with where he was. And I think the only areas are probably just arguing the case for the sake of it because that's what they like to do. But um, yeah, wouldn't it be great though for racing if they just came out and said, "That's grand, we're going for it." Yeah, and it's it's you know they the, the, the two of them need to grow up. Um, I'm I they they really do. I'm I'm literally couldn't be more sick of the two of their shite it's that they go on with. To like. It's but it's it it's needless. Um, we're we're a sport that's under attack. Uh, from all around us, and for them to suggest that uh, one of our own racehorses can't run because of a weight that well, he's this getting. Is, this is worth picking up. It's a joke to suggest that it might not be fair to the horse or safe for him to run in yeah, a race. I don't like all it's that. Ridiculous. Stuff, he's like, won he's won the race twice yeah. if it was like like I can understand sometimes with the likes of like Vintage Cloud that they haven't entered now in the Grand National when mm. the horse clearly hates those fences like mm. just shouldn't be near them hates mm. them like I understand when people complain about that but the likes of Tiger Roll who adores it who's won off 11 stone 12 in the past um, he's a horse that has carried big weights he's done it um, the two of them need to grow up and to be honest with you well, the more that they go on with stuff like this when they do leave the sport it, it'll be no more you know, they really the, won't. the biggest issue with the Grand National is only field size now they got rid of everything else Every that was an issue there, yeah. the field size is the thing someone could fall in front of you and that makes it dangerous 20 years ago he could run off 9 stone 13 and he wouldn't have won 
a grand national no chance with the size of them no chance so it's it's they're blessed with the way it's all worked out for them um, the public adore him much more than the racing public I mean the general Irish public mm-hmm. he was at every sort of a conference during the summer and he was at the yeah. like the I the, went to a farmers event thing and he turned up he there was there for yeah, yeah. Do you know like it's, cool. it's class and for yeah. them to rob the public of that um, because of a row a long withstanding row that they have with the BHA yeah. um, it would be ridiculous and very selfish but I wouldn't put it past they're them. not going to do it no. they're going to uh, run they're, they're going to run they're away. probably using Tiger Roll as a uh, as a carrot in front of the BHA to argue for the likes of Dallas to pick on and stuff like that that they're not happy with their well, race and stuff like that they could be more aggrieved with yeah. the Dallas to pick on thing yeah. but I think they're kind of using Tiger Roll as a kind of well, what's the point they're, yeah, they're on I know, their way I, like, know. I agree they're on their way and they've yeah. been brilliant for racing so I'm not trying to dispute that I just think the Grand National is not the tool to go to war with and Tiger Roll who's won it twice pretty much as he liked Mm. I know there was that pleasant company scare, but but still, yeah, he wanted us like, like, yeah, and yeah. he had it sorted. Yeah. Um, he's a special horse. Let's just hope he's a special week. horse. And uh, Keith Dunne, who has spoken about this in his bookmakers, I could at UK blog, yeah. which will be out later on today, and he said the exact same that he's happy enough with the mark, he's happy enough with everyone else in the race, and he just thinks that he's the kind of horse that could win off that mark. No problem. Yeah, he can. Yeah. He can certainly. The the modern day national is set up for. He's he's designed for it. Yeah. which is great yeah. and uh, fingers crossed it happens because I know it's, it's probably only going to appeal to the, the few million that only watch racing on one day but that's still great that's it exactly yeah, what, what price does he go off? Um, shorter than he is now oh, he goes off 5-2 to he? Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't buy into the fact that they're really considering not running him so if you fancy Tiger Roll you want to get involved yeah, what, I think five, six to one. I think now? a couple of firms might under a little bit now as well because with yeah. the way it's released. So yeah, he got off. Uh, he has to go off shorter than that because the public well, on the day, like he'll see, it'll be a plunge. Like it'll be yeah. if he's five, say, on, in the morning, he'll go off five to two. Like yeah, at least five to yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. class. Then you imagine, imagine a six to four favorite in the Grand National. <laughs> 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 uh, so sorry. Let's let's just get back to. Uh, did you think of a horse uh, when the weights came out that you liked for the National? Taking Tiger Roll out of the equation. A horse that I love for Cheltenham uh, is any second now who I put up last week in my uh, bookmaker's blog and he's he'll be running off 10 stone 2 uh, he looks born for a trip like that as well for entry um, any second now for entry so he'll okay. get in off 10 stone 2 obviously you still have the same old questions about the fences and everything but the way he's he's jumped around Cheltenham when he came here last year he should be absolutely fine okay. um, he'd have Derek O'Connor on his back as well you'd imagine so uh, 10 stone 2 for me really really caught my attention okay I haven't had a proper look at it yet. I, I won't till I after. Have to, I have the, the winner. Okay. In the, maybe in the without Tiger Roll market. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, Alfred is over. Yeah, we can see that. Yeah. He ran really well over those he fences did, yeah. last time and um, yeah. Rachel could ride, which yeah. would be, you know, Grand Nationals love delivering big stories. If it's yeah. not Tiger, that's the one I want it to be. That would be pretty cool. Imagine over the last stuff. She's, she's side by side. You'd, be, you'd kill her. That would be the most quiet. Can you imagine she, she catches Tiger all up the running and oh. comes in. And yeah, just, they're, I, they're all looking at her like, you I, I won't be quiet. Just, <laughs> I, I'll be happy enough. Um, yeah, I'd imagine I'll be, I'll be cheering her on. Yeah, um, yeah because, you know, the, this is a one... This is the one day a year that loads and loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of people who never watch racing ever again yeah. watch racing. Tiger rolls for them. Alpha Dolobo will be for me. But, but yeah, you're happy either way. Um, okay, so we're going to take a very quick break now. When we come back, we will take a look at the weekend racing coming up from Ascot and Haydock and Wincanton. Fingers crossed uh, all is going to go ahead, but we'll take a look at the early markets for it. And in the final part of the race out today, we're going to do the favourites, yes or no, across the Cheltenham Festival. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the Race Hour podcast, brought to you by bookmakers.co.uk. 
Check out bookmakers.co.uk each and every day for tips, news and the best odds for horse racing. Looking for a new bookmaker and the best sign-off offers in the industry? You'll find that at bookmakers.co.uk, sponsors of the Race Hour. Welcome back to the Race Hour podcast brought to you with our friends at bookmakers.co.uk. It's David Weldon, Dermot Nolan and myself, Dean Ryan, in the towers of bookmakers.co.uk. Let's take a look at the weekend uh, racing to come. Uh, as I've said a couple of times already, fingers crossed that these storms get out of our way and we can actually get some jump racing back um, on the TV. Uh, Ascot, we might start there with uh, Pim going for the Reynolds Town. I guess Henderson's a bit pissed that he hasn't got champion here now. Has to be. Um, obviously, Champ has had a nightmare preparation now, really, with that that fall and the worst part was for him is that uh, in my opinion I thought he was actually jumping the best that he had on that day until he came down but he's a landing gear issue for me I know yeah, it's not in this a, race but it's just the way that the landing gear comes yeah, down yeah he's a big Larry dope and he doesn't really think about things properly um, to be honest if there's a Grand National winner in this uh, or it's a Grand National winner if there's an RSA winner in this uh, Reynolds Town I think it's Pim um, his form is quite decent um, that horse that he lost to uh, Dayran the Canuck is obviously um, or that Dayran the Karjak Day, Dayran the Karjak I have Eamon and Canuck in my head <laughs> uh, it's um, it's not bad form at all because that all links back in with uh, he's had with lovely, Champ as well lovely under the radar prep lovely in fairness like we actually got one of the um, friends of mine who listens to the podcast called us out for doing an RSA preview the other week where we didn't mention Pim yeah so he, he's had a beautiful Prep that horse that he beat uh, last time easily, Imperial Aura. He's really fancied for the, the handicaps at Cheltenham. So there is a good deal of collateral form there. I think two to one here is an absolute cracking price. Uh, the other horses, I I think they all have fallen in so far, and um, I think he's by far the one to beat here. Yeah, he could be the one to beat, but it's a pretty hot race. Like they really think a lot of Sam Brown. Um, two for gold of Kim Bailey's has done the for like they're all good. Danny Wisbank could be anything yeah. yet. Yeah, it's a cracking little race. Um. Could we won the race of the weekend? I, I, there's a very little between the top five in the market. Please God, they all get declared and we have a, a good race. I think um, they're going to have to run. Yeah, though. exactly. You're not going to know with weather and all that. You're not going to know if you're going to get another race in. I like Pam. I like the way he goes about his races. He's a good attitude and, and he stays out the three miles very well, which you might need on the heavy ground. Um, two for gold on a good bit of a run, and his run the last day was probably his best, but he really grafted it out in front of the note. And uh, highest son was behind there which kind of relates into Sam Brown and into Pim's form and just at the prices uh, you're getting 11 to 2 about 2 for gold I'd take a chance on him that he'd be able to go from the front and get a, a good front run, run aggressive ride from Dave Bass um, at 11 to 2 I think he, he could be the value in the race I just wonder with, with Pim whether they've gone hard enough at what the horse has under the bonnet yet now that might be a good thing, especially if you want to go and win an RSA. They mm. haven't, then maybe have faced it. But over hurdles didn't seem to go right for me either. I thought there was more, there was more hype behind it as a hurdle. It didn't really happen. Yeah, well, it was kind of the next horse that came out and uh, then colours don't yeah, help. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, yeah, you know, and, in terms and, of expectation, yeah, and the way you won the first day, I think over hurdles because yeah. it was like it was very Altior esque, like you know. Um, so like his hurdle forms work out well. He beat the cash man and whatever. Like, but his jump form is good, and he could like he's improved. According to the handicapper, he's improved fifteen pounds this year over for fences. So if he mm. has improved that, he has to have every chance. Yeah, and he's in the box seat. Is in going to get the ideal race yeah. to go and run in a prep. And Sam Brown's interesting, but whether you know it's all heavy ground form makes you a little bit concerned about what they might face this week. Haydock form as well. He kind of fell in last time. Yeah, I mean they really like it. Okay, 
I'm looking forward to it. I, I'd expect Pim to be good enough, but I think it's a, it's a hot enough race. I, he's not on my radar for an RSA yet. But uh, let's see what happens this weekend. Um, 205 at Haydock is the Rendlesham Hurdle. Um, well, it's, it's for the kind of Paisley Park pretenders. Yeah, it's a race I've absolutely no interest in. It's horses that aren't good enough to win um, elsewhere. And whilst it's uh, obviously they're they're all horses you'd absolutely love to own, it's uh, it's not a race I'm keen to get involved in at all. You don't have any selection, Dave. Um, I liked uh, Warren Greatrick's horse, Emma Tom. Um, he finished second last year at Aintree at the Grand National Festival behind Champ by Three Lengths. That's good enough for him. He was yeah. coming back off a layoff uh, behind Somerville Boy out in the Raquel Hurdle on New Year's Day. Um, and it, with the improvement of a run behind him now I think he could step forward and he's around 6-1 to one, so I'd take a chance on him yeah I'd be with you I mean we, I think we know everything we need to know about the rest of these runners Emma Tom could still step forward you know 6 yeah. year old taking on a couple of 10 year olds yeah. and a 9 nine year old that we know very well uh, Liz Nagar Oscar is an interesting runner in, in here um, you'd imagine that's a decent yardstick for them all to go and beat um, it's overstaying trips like I know there's, there's still there's still more of a ceiling there with Liz Nagar Oscar if they get it right for Rebecca Curtis uh, a couple of old stages in there I'd, I'd be with Emma Tom I think that's a decent mm-hmm. enough shout for that race um, what about the 225 at Ascot which is the Kelp race Winley Chase um, Regal Encore came right last time it's going to be close enough to the top of the market chance of that repeating that run uh, limited I'd say yeah uh, definitely uh, consistency is something that you would not put alongside Regal Encore um, a lot of these are really really nice horses you're just kind of wondering which ones will actually rock up because I see um, Bally Optics in the Grand National Trial as well um, so you're kind of looking on to see maybe who will turn up here but the one that I the, the favourite uh, just, just to be a bit boring for once uh, Damon the, the Lyle that was a really good performance last Demain time the Isle the main the Lyle or the Demain Lille Demain. or whatever yeah. the hell you put it um, yeah definitely won last time I thought a bit more snugly than was given credit for um, and won that very very well only gone up um, five pounds here so there's definitely is more in that mark was kind of involved in form with Sam's adventure before that it was a horse that I, I think there is more to come from and um, this horse won very well he's coming forward in his career whilst I think a lot of these are going backwards and um, I think he's he's one that whilst he's 5-1 to one or so I think I'll be quite confident that he'll definitely be in the first three and I think he'll win it OK you like the main de- Isle the main de Lille or, de Lille. Uh, yeah well done. there's a reason I don't tip up uh, French named horses you can't say <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you and Bruce Millington yeah <laughs> I, I like uh, Regal Encore here um, really? Yeah, like is. I, I really love Regal Encore, but I didn't catch good, him yeah. right. So now I'm fed up with him. He's yeah. six pounds lower than when yeah. he finished third in this race last year, mm-hmm. and his last four runs at Ascot are one, two, three, one. So he's clearly a bit of an Ascot specialist, and he Richie McLaren's already jocked up. Richie McLaren's a, a very talented jockey, and gets the best out of these kind of roguish type horses. And I think seven to one is a gift. I like on the blind side. And like I can't believe it's on 145 yeah he's just be, but, but he's been there a while now I know it's, yeah, it's, but he's run really well he ran really well here behind Riders on the Storm um, he ran well enough I thought behind Vindication he was an absolute block could be 10 lengths um, and then behind Finger gone. on the switch at Kempton uh, just, just, just jumping isn't quite there Kempton was never going to suit him yeah really. like, I agree he, he's a hold of horse and um, horses if they have a bad run at Kempton I generally take yeah. less of a view of it yeah well, I can see the angle like, but he, he he needs to do it now yeah, I think that he has to do it here. Yeah. Um, on the blind side would be my pick in uh, in this race, as much as it's full of a few old favourites. 
Um, okay, what about the Betway Kingway Her Kingwell Hurdle at Wincanton? Um, Fuso Raffles has dropped off the champion hurdle pitcher, but could go right back into it for winning this. Probably not the strongest field in the world, but the reputation at home, the thoughts about where Fuso Raffles might end up before the last run, which obviously was a disaster. Um, five to two favorite for the Kingwell, Dave. Yeah, it's, it's a nice little race. Like, just take it for just what it is as a, a grade two. Uh, two mile hurdle and forget about the champion hurdle for a second like you've song for someone who was a length behind Thomas Darby in that good Ascot race the last time yeah. uh, Quell Destin has done nothing wrong and is a good yardstick yeah. good 156 horse and then if he was a ra raffle who had all the form in the world last year as a juvenile and um, obviously was not right the last day in the market kind of told you that as well with the, with the plunge for Epitant on the day and then you've got yardsticks and Chittabello and, and Elgin as well um, I would probably just take a chance on a few of the raffles is the horse I think he is and at five to two I could probably see him going off shorter if he's fancied if he's not you'll probably know you're, you've done your dough um, before the race going by the market move on him yeah uh, if, if Fusa Raffles is supported and they think they got it right that for me it'd probably win but there's a couple of real fascinating horses in here Demo if they run Master Debonel quick grab him quick grab him's entered uh, a couple of interesting runners that I mean what's Master Debonel doing in there no idea um has other plans obviously as well but you, you think that they might just want to run and they could just be deciding that they have better novices for Cheltenham so something like this is a bit of um, fascinating know, placement for me like, hunting yeah but yeah. I thought Elgin is very interesting here um, you know, he's had his problems he hasn't ran since 2018 but this was a horse who was fifth behind Bouverdere in a champion hurdle uh, I don't think many of these could are capable of that um, he's a great with hurdle winner he's a horse that was kind of he was flying along in the flat as well then when they they moved him there and it was only he got injured on the July course at mm. Newmarket his form really really stacks up um, this fuse, fusel raffles I'm just not convincing him at all at all and uh, I think as much as I did value the triumph form you, you have to admit when you're wrong and I think that form is is just highly questionable now so I'd be keen to take him on here and I think um, Elgin is the one going forward who he just he's getting weight and everything else as well he's he's on a lovely mark and um, as far as this race goes and I think he's um, he'll take a lot of stop if something was if to he's, win yeah. if he's right from his break obviously if something was to win this race well it's in the champion hurdle picture yeah has 100%. to be 100% like if you look at the yardsticks there you've got Chitabello Kel Destan Song for Someone um, it would Dave, have to be. Dave's right though the, the, the one here that has the potential to, to win this en route to maybe winning a champion hurdle is, is Fusil Raffles really like like the rest of the week we really do know yeah. where we stand with the rest of them I'm relying on Fusil Raffles not being what we thought he was which I still do believe but if there is a horse who can do yeah. the double it's him if, if, Elgin, if Elgin did come up and win by a couple of lengths like he'd be Second, I mean, second, third, second, third, third favourite. Like, you know, the only thing with Elgin is that, like Alan King's yard has been in horrific form for the last couple of weeks. Like, he's one winner in the last 23 runners. Elgin's in the last not two responsible weeks. for any of that because no, we've not seen no, it for a long time. But, but I get you'd, you'd yeah. imagine he would need to run as well yeah. coming back off a break. Yeah, that's um, right. So he's probably, and he's been dropped, the handicapper dropped him seven, eight pounds down to 1.54. So maybe they're just getting a run into him. Yeah, Great. he's he's nine to one though. So I think he's uh, he's more than an each way bet. Mm -hmm. I think it, if this race is here to be won, you're, you're, you're already at two places as well for each race. What do we make of Quick Grabham? Because, you know, formerly a grade one winner for Willie Mullins, now with Fergal O'Brien, ran in the Epitant race, nothing went, it didn't, didn't, 
do anything really. Um, now on one four six, there's a handicap there. Yeah, point. yeah. I'm not sure his former man said anything really. Um, I'd be definitely planning for a handicap with him. Yeah, it might come together after this. The owners kind of said, the owner and the trainer kind of said that um, it was a champion hurdle campaign this year. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but they this, should be looking at flops probably. in this. Yeah. They're going to have a very attractive mark for for a champion handicap, I would imagine, yeah. and they're they're big pots there too. Um, okay what about then the three o'clock at Ascot Ed Underhu is likely to be the favourite for David Pipe um, his handicap hurdle there I have to say I have no strong view on this um, at all so I'm happy to pass it over I know one of uh, I think it's one of your favourites isn't it Jolly's cracked it Dave yeah I like him yeah, and he's an Ascot specialist as well but um, I'm going against him here now he's he's had a few more runs than he's used to so he's probably going to pick up a, a knock or something like that but it is second win, run after wind up which I, I like um, the one I'm going to go for is uh, unexposed one that used to be trained in Ireland and that's Marlborough Sounds um, yep. 12 to 1 finished first time over hurdles finished second behind West Cork that form's been franked again since and running off here off 1-3-2 Amy Murphy probably needs a bit of a change in look after what happened to Kalashnikov last week yeah. um, so I'd be hopeful that he, he will run a big race and he was rated 80 on the flat 82 on his peak and uh, rating a 1-3-2 is probably workable enough yeah, okay. Marlborough sounds interesting running there in the three o'clock at Ascot. Damn up. Uh, yeah, I thought Holly Milan should go very well here. Uh, was coming to win that race last time. Um, uh, Dorking Bay, who reopposes, uh, was running that day and ended up winning it, but completely by default. I thought this horse had it all sewn up. Uh, seven to one with the marquees on, and um, and Robbie Dunn's already jocked up. I think is one of the the most underrated jockeys there is around. He's outstanding. Um, and this horse, Holly Milan, if getting a bit more luck I think should take a lot of stopping okay I, I mean there is one I'll probably back if it does run that's Malaya on the basis of uh, the win off 136 at Sandown back in when was that March a uh, year or so ago so I would be interested in that if it runs with Paul Nichols horses um, picking up similar colours same colours as Pete here, I think not that makes much difference but Malaya would be interested in there double figures if it does uh, pitch up does like uh, the track as well at Ascot what about then the 315 at Haydock which is the Grand National Trial uh, plenty of these as you were pointing out Derma have got some double entries do you have a fancy in the race though Derma? Uh, yeah I thought the most common sense winner of the whole weekend is um, is Paul Nichols Trucker's Lodge. Yeah. Um. I just, just he's on such a good mark. He's not going to get into the Grand National, so he's he's going to run here. Um. He'll be off for his life, you'd imagine, because there's there's kind of nothing else. Well, a lot of these other horses, whilst they will obviously want to win and take part, um, this isn't their big target of the year. It's all about edging towards that that big race in 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 Liverpool in a few weeks time but this horse will be off for his life that, that was a big second behind Potter's Corner in in the Welsh National yeah. um, so he's he's just he's very well in he's been backed accordingly and I think 7-2 uh, I take it now because I just think he'll yeah, he's a bit bigger around still yeah, yeah so like just just he is he definitely is um, he's meant to be running in this and I've taken it now anyway yeah he, there's there's 5 to one around the place sorry yeah. and um, I just think he's a whopping bit Trucker's Lodge, Dave, what do you like? Yeah, no, I like Trucker's Lodge and, and can see that the argument already ran well in the uh, Welsh National last day. He's, most of the form is based around Chepstow though, so it would worry me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really a race I've, I've delved too much into. Like the two amigos, if he gets a soft lead in front, could go off and, and not be sighted again. And he's off alone of Mark as well, that he, he this could be his day. And uh, just one, an interesting runner at a big price was one style for Venice Williams. Now she's been a bit in and out of form over the last month or so, um, but that's kind of normal with Venetia <coughs> once the ground goes back good. But it's heavy ground. It's ten year old. Won its last two runs. Um, 
showed no form really before the improvement and we'll be running off a feather weight here and it just at a big price could be just one that is, is underestimated in the market okay uh, Ramsey's to tell you would interest me on likely ground conditions and uh, in the form but I don't know if they're gonna I don't know go if they're going the upper part of the route where do you yeah this would be an odd race take yeah. on route to that yeah. but I do say it is entered in there the other one was elegant escape but I think definitely the ground needs to dry up a little bit for that one to get involved off 11-12 so um, fascinating race Trucker's Lodge is an obvious pick yeah. um, and I wouldn't put anyone off uh, getting involved with that horse uh, fascinating race then of the weekend perhaps uh, maybe not from a betting point of view but uh, surname against Riders on the Storm and Froden and um, St. Calvados Janika top notch and traffic fluid that is the full field for the Betfair Ascot Chase Ascot on uh, Saturday um, Sane going to take some stopping yeah he he really showed for all in, intents and purposes um, Altior in, in a way has come out and franked that form since uh, has to be forgiven Christmas time him and Altior weren't right for a long time after their battle I'd say they just took an awful lot out of each other I think more than anything else um, and as much as I respect uh, the Nigel Swiss and Davis runner and all the other horses in the race if this horse shows up and he's fully popped and he's fully going um, they won't see what way well like ratings they got him out yeah, of the fight they won't see they? what way he as, as good yeah. as they all are Riders on the Storm is um, it's a fascinating horse because we really liked him last year and he's he's blossomed at Nigel Twist and Davis's yard um, Kate Page has backed up his form since as yeah, well and, yeah, and yeah. he looks at he looks just like a beast who loves racing yeah. which I like yeah. um, real terror-esque type um, any reason to take on surname Dave? No but the price is worrying me a little bit like if, if what, what's worrying you? It, it looks massive like one to two on surnames home home ground conditions we know he loves yeah. um, conditions he's showed himself to be probably one of the highest rate horses in training mm. yet he's one to two against and Riders and Storm is three to one when he has to give 15 pounds on official ratings um, off level weights like he should be one to four no am I reading that wrong no I wouldn't I wouldn't like necessarily he, he, argue with you but yeah. one to twos like they want to take some money on the race yeah but like, <laughs> I know they don't want to give it away but, but yeah you're, you're getting like half your money back like you know it's it's looks a gift like once looks one for multis doubles travels for the weekend like you know I just stick that in and watch it accumulate up mm-hmm. last leg going on to you few of these would be quite happy to finish sort of 15, 20 yeah, legs behind I mean, and like, set themselves up perfectly for a crack at the festivals. It's basically it's a, it's a free bit of work for, not free bit of work, obviously there's entry fees and stuff like that and there's prize money to be won, but um, the likes of uh, St. Calvados and Frodon, like just getting a bit of fitness that you can't get at home, get on the race course. Should uh, Surname be going to Cheltenham after this? Yeah. Should? No, he can't go left-handed, so no. <laughs> yeah, well, he might be running them. Cause, he should be running, yeah. I think. No, he can't go. But a horse, a horse dictates to you what they do, and this horse has clearly so shown. Dried, him. Why has he ended in the Queen Mother and the Rhino? Because you just you just do it just in case everything well, else gets can't, sick. Can't go that way. Just yeah. in case everything else gets sick. Okay, so one run a race and he can. Yeah, yeah. 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 He'd be two to one if there was any chance for the Ryan for Rhino. Yeah, that's why the price keeps looking big. He's not going. Simple He's entered. Yeah, what price is not running? I'll bet. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be shorter than that. I don't know. Um. Yeah, okay. Fair it's a cracking race I think everyone will be just wanting to see Surname or Surname go and do uh, what he does and then watch the others in behind Riders on the Storm though could I, this is one concern Riders on the Storm seems to be a horse that loves it and gonna try and chase Surname that's a big job for Sam not to uh, yeah and that leave, kind of opens not, up not then the betting leave. without market yeah. but I also think that's a big job for Sam not to leave everything behind in this mm. when you've got such a good horse to go yeah. and chase yeah. um, wouldn't be Sam's forte as well 
I don't know. Looking after I mean, the horse. I, I, yeah, I don't know if I could do what. I don't know if I could do enough to leave a horse like that who loves it so much mm. that far back or that, you yeah, know, to know try. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you go head to head with this horse, we've seen what it did to Altior. Um, yeah, none of these are in that level. So yeah, like he's probably going to get a soft lead. I can't imagine them letting Frolon take him on either. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. There's a puzzle. We're going to we'll see it. Obviously, we think we know the winner, but what's going to happen in between? Sur- surname's 6 to 1, not Arnold Beffer right now. Yeah. Well, won't be 6 to 1 if it turned up, would it? No. Or would, or would it, Demo? Because everyone knows it can't go that way. Yeah, like he's, yeah, he's. He's that price now running our bets, so I think that that is a price that he probably would turn up. I mean, okay. it's, it's just massive doubts over, and if April Tard and Min showed up, there's no reason he wouldn't be that price. Okay, I need a nap for you for for the uh, weekend racing we've just been through. Um, I can go first while you compose yourself. I think on the blind side, as a handicap bet off one four five, it doesn't happen this time, won't happen. So I'll go with uh, on the blind side and the two twenty five at Ascot. Uh, Trucker's Lodge in um, Haydock at um, a three fifteen. Yeah. Okay. First week in ages, we have an actual Trixie between us. Mar- no Marble Sounds and the Tree Clock at Ascot. Marble oh, Sounds, good. okay, all right. So we've at least, uh, yeah, we've not opposed each yeah. other. That's nice. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to do favourites, yes or no, across the Cheltenham anti-post markets. Don't delay. Head over to bookmakers.co.uk today. Welcome back to the race hour brought to you with our friends at bookmakers.co.uk. Dermot Nolan, David Weldon and myself, Dean Ryan, uh, ready to play yes or no across uh, the perceived Cheltenham Festival bankers. Now, when we did this last year, chaps, we had some actual bankers to talk about. I think the markets are a lot far more fluid this time around. And it was around the same time of the year that we did it as well. Um, So I've got 12 to go through. Um, I want quick responses. Is it the right favorite? Yes or no? That's the key bit. I'm going to keep tally. Hopefully, I end up with some kind of anti-post uh, selections based on the favourites for the Chantler Festival. Are we saying it's the right favourite or would we back it at that price? I think we'd, what we played last year is, is this the right favourite? That's what we played. Okay. That, that's cool. Someone listen back to it and we did something completely different. But I don't think, I think that's what we did, right? So we're going to go in a day order and this is where we've got a clear favourite in the races. So races like the Champion Chase, uh, the Ryanair, stuff like that are skipped over because anything could be favourite yeah. still. Okay. All right, here we go then. So Shearskin is the current clear favourite for the Supreme Novices Hurdle. Uh, Dermot Nolan, is it the right favourite? Uh, no. No. Okay. Dave Weldon. No. I'm a no as well. Yeah. Shiskin gets a naught and three. Yep. Goodbye, Shiskin. Uh, okay, let's do the Arcord notebook. Is it the right favourite, David Welder? Yes. Uh, yes, but I would add on a caveat that I would not be backing it at that price. But that's yes, not the he question. is the right favourite. He is the right favourite. Right right <laughs> <laughs> uh, right yeah, I, I'm going to say no, which means it can't go on the list. So oh. who should be favourite over him? Something who was a better hurdler. But hang on, <laughs> but based on all known chase form, he has yeah, to be the favourite. No. Okay. That's my view. Okay. So, no, wrong favourite. Um, I take a point, though. Yeah. I'm not sure whether I should row back. <laughs> Never row back, Dean. Never row back. No, I kind of like Dermo's caveat. We're messing this up now. All right, I'm going to say yes, the right favourite. So, notebook gets three. I need to play the game properly if I'm bloody hosting it. All right, here we go. So, champion hurdle, Epitont. Is it the right favourite is the question. Dermo. No. Interesting. Dave yes like um, <laughs> there's there's a few caveats in here and that Benny could go or Honeysuckle could go but probably both won't go even if 
Honeysuckle went on two mile form, you'd have to say Patan probably well favourite. Probably favourite. But yeah. if Benny goes. On two mile form. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. Uh, I'm going to yeah. say, yeah, is the right favourite, but again, no, not one I can touch. No, Are yeah. you saying it's the right favourite? Yes. Are you saying it's the right favourite, Demo? Um... <laughs> <laughs> this is harder than last year because we had bankers. This is, this is ridiculous. Uh, what was, what was favorite last year? I'm going to operate on the assumption that Benny Dudu could actually rock up here and say that if they do go off, uh, Benny Dudu would go off favorite because he's a better mayor than Epithon. So I'm going to stick with no. No. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to say yeah, but no, but I'm backing not, it. But she's not on the list, so I'm happy as well. Epitant is gone. Notebook is the only one so far to make it through the list, and we're still on day one. Uh, Mare's hurdle actually involves a, a similar horse because we have Benny Dejure. <laughs> I think we know our answer here. We're going uh, So, is Benny Dejure the right favorite for the Mare's hurdle? Yes. 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 Ah uh, no, poor honeysuckle. What have we done to our girl? Grand. We're covering. She wins, I think, but she, we, she, we, she still we, shouldn't be favorite. We over said Benny was the right favorite last year, and look what happened. Correct. So we do that again, and we just all back honeysuckle. Well, we already have. Yeah. Okay, so Benny gets a yes. Okay, all right, that's day one. Uh, and that's not quite day one because there is the National Hunt Chase, the three-mile sixer, as Dermot likes to call it. And carefully selected is top of the market. A clear favourite, in fairness. So yeah. day one? Um, Not for me, no. Not the right favourite? Yes, not the right favourite. Correct. Dermot? Not the right favourite on any day of the week, no. I'm a no. So that's a zero from three. Gets uh, absolutely wiped out as carefully selected. So far, Shiskin and uh, carefully selected have had the dreaded curse. Uh, so there's two winners for you. Back them, lads, yeah. Back them. Probably a good thing, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think this one might be quick. Envoir Allen in the Ballymore Novices Head. Is it the right favourite? Yes. Yes. No, no, there's no caveat no, needed there. No, I would like to see him have another run. I, I would, would just, like Is it the right favourite? Yes, it is the right favourite. Yes. Of course it is. Edward <laughs> Allen, uh, I'm going to say yes. So we've now got three on the uh, yes, it's the right favourite list. So Envoy Allen gets on the box. Uh, okay, the RSA chase. We do have a clear favourite here. Uh, it's Champ. Is Champ the right favourite for the RSA? Dave Weld? No. Oh, God, no. Dear God, no, 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 no. No, I'm gonna. Is that a yes? <laughs> I'm gonna say yes, the right favorite, but I wouldn't touch it. Um, okay, so Champ gets a two and one, so not quite on the uh, the coffin box list. That's, that's a bad phrase to use. Actually. It is, yeah. Yeah, not Champ is not for he, us. He can't be the right favorite with a fall on his last yeah, round. We, yeah, yeah. answer the question. So, yeah. We're yeah. okay. Enjoy. Okay, yeah. we're gonna skip the Champ chase because it's too close to decide who is actually favorite there. On the Wednesday, Tiger Roll will go again at Cheltenham, try and win again at Cheltenham in the cross country chase. Is Tiger Roll the right favorite, Dermo? Last year we we all took him on last year, <laughs> but then on the day we stood in Cheltenham going, oh no, he wins this easy. So uh, look, Tiger Roll turns up for this. Uh, I think his Grand National mark really does kind of shout that. Um, maybe that race should have handicaps to cross country because how he runs off levels with some of them is insane uh, so yeah Tiger Roll wins with uh, is, win. he the, is he the right favourite? he'd win with two of us on board so yes he's the right favourite okay yeah. Dave yes dude yes I'm going to say yes <laughs> oh dear Tiger Roll we've cast you Tiger Roll gets the three from three okay uh, let's do the champion bumper where we do have a clear favourite actually one of the clearest favourites of Cheltenham yeah is appreciate it in the champion bumper. A uh, pretty simple one for me. Yes, it's the right favourite. Yes, it's the right favourite. Dave Weldon. Oh, is it the right favourite is the question. Yeah, Don't but start, you know, mulling over. Backing it. Doesn't matter when you're going to back it. Yeah. Is it the right favourite? Yeah. Appreciate it gets a three from three. Okay. Um, we are moving on. Let's go to the stayers. 
Paisley Park is the favourite. Another one of the clearest favourites of the Chatter Festival. What do you think your answer's going to be here? Like, no, no. Just to ask you the question: <laughs> Is Paisley Park the right favourite for the stairs header? Yes, yes, naturally. Yes, and there's no point of holding them. Three from three for Paisley Park because it obviously gets the tick uh, from me. Okay, then what about the? Where are we going? We are at the Albert Bartlett now. Not one of the shortest favourites on this list, but it's on the list because it is favourite with everybody, and that is Time Hill in the Albert Bartlett. Is it the right favourite, Dave? Based on the body of work, <sighs> yes, it is the right favourite. Thank you, Demo. Uh, no, no, it is not. Not the right favourite. No. Okay. Can we get him to explain himself? No, well, just... I'm, I'm going to say it is the right favourite, and now I'm going to ask Demo what should be the actual favourite for that race. Uh, as much as I've been taking them on all year, I think uh, Ladies Exhibition winning that great one last time at um, makes it favourite. Never sound favourite should make him favourite. Make yeah, it favourite. I think okay. it's yeah. I think it's just uh, the uh, champion won't perform is probably just keeping Time Hill where he is, but over hurdles, Ladies Exhibition has achieved more. Okay. Uh, the Gold Cup is the final race, the final one of 12 that we're going to get through in this before I kind of surmise where we're at with our list of favourite or, well, the right favourite or the wrong favourite. Um, Album Photo is favourite for the Gold Cup. Is it the right favourite, Derma? Yes. Okay. Dave? No. I'm going to say no. Two Egypt. <laughs> Album photo is off the list. Okay. He's following the same routine as he did last year. Please explain yourself, both of you. It's harder to win Gold Cup two years in a row. Yeah, you don't see them winning back to back, and it's probably a better race this year. I understand, and I agree with that logic of that. I won't be backing him myself. If I but was... the figures he actually put up at Tremor yeah. this year was higher, which means that he goes into this with a proven path, which means that he's, a, he's the Gold Cup favourite. But Delta Works yeah. won two great ones. Yeah. And Delta work, Delta work. Should probably yeah. be favourite. Do you know? I, I, it's not really a caveat, but I'd have them all around five to one. Yeah. So to make one slightly shorter, yeah. just to oh, make okay, it okay, favourite. Yeah. No, no, like, no, no, Album, Santini, Delta work, Lost in Translation. If I hadn't run the last yeah. day, they'd all be. If if, I, if I was doing my tissue, you'd, you'd be four to one to field, like three or four to one. But four with to more one, than like, just album photo. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so going down through the list, then uh, three horses got absolutely no votes as being the right favourite. Shiskin, Champ. And carefully selected so if you want a treble that goes against the race hour panels for you uh, that is the treble uh, to get stuck into but um, i'm going to row back on what i said about notebook and uh, take that off the list because i or immediately said no so i'm going to go back to immediately saying no so that one only gets two out of three so but there are four horses that did get three out of threes uh, they are envoy allen in the ballymore tiger roll in the cross-country chase appreciate it in the champion bumper and Paisley Park in the stairs hurdle. If you do want to get involved, I'm reliably informed this, this is around a 29 to 1 for timer. Last year's four timer did not work, but we had honeysuckle and stuff like that in there, which, you know, hurt. Did hurt. Uh, would you be getting involved with those four now that we've obviously gone this really in depth analysis into, uh, <laughs> <laughs> into the Annie Post markets? I would actually add um, a 29 to 1. That, that actually does sound like a bet to me. Envoy Allen's going to win the Ballymore, right? Yeah. Paisley Park wins the stairs. Going to win the stairs. Tiger Roll, all being well this weekend in the Boyne hurdle and goes to Cheltenham. Going to win the cross country. Going to win the cross country, yep. And appreciate it on what we've seen. Going to win the bumper. Yep. Job done. All right. Thanks very much. Dave Weldon, Dermot Nolan, myself, Dean Ryan, uh, and thanks to bookmakers.co.uk. This has been The Race Hour. We'll be back again next week. Fingers crossed racing is on this weekend. Uh, do enjoy all the action. You've been listening to The Race Hour, brought to you by bookmakers.co.uk, your best bet for tips, news and bookmaker reviews.